one of the things that he has done, spend more time in the kitchen and downtime with the children, which is, as a coach, when you're traveling, not something that you get uh, very often. Manip Josephs now joins me on the line to chat a little bit about 23 years that he has been in this industry doing what it is that he loves best, and that is playing um, football. Manip, a warm welcome to the show. Thank you for your time. Good evening, Romy. Thank you for having me. Such oh, a pleasure to be here. Yeah, know? always good to chat to you, Muneeb. I mean, I was saying to South Africa, we made it to day 51 of a lockdown. Level oh, is four. already? 50. Oh, Where have you been? Where have you been? <laughs> I, have a, I have a two-year-old. I'm in lockdown with a two-year-old and a six-year-old, um, Romy. So I'm, <laughs> I'm at day 344 already. <laughs> <laughs> How are you coping? How, tell yeah, me all yeah, the no, coping no, mechanisms, no. please. Yes, you know, no, I am, I am, I am coping. You know, um, I've been, know, I know how to play PlayStation completely. Mm-hmm. You know, I know how to switch it on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, uh, listen, no, no, it's been crazy. You know, um, um, it's been tough for us as, as 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 footballers. It's been tough because we 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 athletes need to stay active. You know, yeah. Um, but we understand that the climate of the, of what's happening. We understand what's happening. Um, but also, if you look at it in hindsight, you know, we you get to spend time with your family. Right. It's, we as footballers, we're traveling every second week, and now you get to spend that time, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, and get to bond a little more with your family and get to catch up on all that lost time. And like you said, I've been playing for 23 years, you know, and, and to finally get to spend this time, it's been amazing, you know. The longevity. Uh, so it's been a blessing in disguise. 20, I mean, we have under 23s, you know, for as long as they've been alive, literally you've been playing uh, uh, the sport. What Look, is the recipe to to your Robert, success? Please, don't, please do not tell me that my games is in black and white. As long as my games are not in black and white, it's not that long ago. <laughs> it, it isn't. But what is the longevity? What is the secret uh, uh, to your success? I think, I think, I think the love for the game. You know, first and foremost, Romy, uh, footballers. Like me, for example, I was a I wasn't a good scholar. I was definitely not a good scholar. So um, football came along, you know. Uh, at first, I just thought to myself, oh, this is an easy path to make, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, making money was something that I love doing. Until I saw that I turned professional at 16 and then I saw the possibilities, you know, that I could feed my family with this money without having to study further or anything like this, you know. Mm-hmm. And then this love for the game just adapted because I could see that a boy from the ghetto could achieve something and, and make something of himself from something he loves doing. Yeah. That passion and that that drive has just kept me going on for as long as I can remember. That's why you you'll see me in games. People will think, "Why is he going so crazy?" It's just because I know what this game means to me. Mm. I know, and it's and it's up till today. It means the same as it meant the first time that I played as the put on my feet to play. Yeah. I mean, you saw the gap. You saw the talent, and like you said, n- not very studious, but knowing that you've got this talent in order to play. Were you supported? Was there always a net of support in terms of family who who, who fueled your 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 passion, or was it not? Yes. Uh, you know, at that time, the the fam, my mom always thought that football was just to have fun because we do it in the road and we yeah, it's an extramural you know? activity. You have to still go and study. Exactly, exactly. Mm. So she wasn't too keen on it at first until um, John Kometer pitched up with my house and saw, and she saw he had a big car. <laughs> you know, and then she's okay. No, this might be serious, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then she realized, listen, okay, this. So we need to to get behind me because, um, like I grew up without a father. She's been there all the years for me, mm-hmm. um, and obviously wanting the best for me, but not knowing what's the best for a boy growing up. You know, a, a difficult for a sixteen-year-old for a mom to be 
pick, um, picking a lane for a 16-year-old boy. Yeah. And when she saw that, I finally made this decision. She backed me 100% up to the day. I've, uh, she's, she's, uh, I've had her support uh, right there in my corner. Mm, that's good. When you say from the ghetto, where are you from, Munib? And- I'm from... I'm from Mitchell's Plain, mm-hmm. Romy, and we call it, it's normally called Portland, but, you know, we we from, we, we call it the nicest side of the ghetto, so it's <laughs> Poshlands to us. <laughs> from Poshlands, I mean, <laughs> do you feel some sense of responsibility? I mean, you're out at Amazulu now, you've played at very many different clubs. Is there a sense of responsibility for you to go back to Poshlands, you know? Of to, course. I guess you are that inspiration and the role model and the success story uh, that comes from the doom and gloom out in Mitchell's Plain. That has been aching me for, like I've been speaking to a couple of my, speaking to my agent as well and all these guys telling that I have this yearning to get back to Mitchell's playing, you know. Um, and, and like I, I was planning on doing it um, just before I left Fitz. Um, before I came to Durban, I was planning to go to, to Mitchell's playing because I, I have this, uh, this yearning that I need to go and give back and do something there, you know. Mm. And whenever I come whenever I come to the point where I, I'm, I'm about to get there, um, Romy, it's like, God tell me the time is not right yet. Okay. Know? Okay. Um, just before I left Fritz, I was about to go, then Amazulu came up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then just before um, the lockdown came down, I was going to go back again and go and do something, and then lockdown came up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like for me, I, I'm yearning to do it, but I feel like um, I, I'm struggling to get there, so it's like hardship for me to get okay. there. Okay. Okay. But I feel also hardship. Is it fear? Is it fear of the unknown? Is it what are you going to do? No, or no, no, no. Is no, it no, doubt no. in yourself? It's like, I need to get there and help because there's so much talent. You know, in our community, um, Romy, there is so much talent. Um, when we were playing, when we were growing up in Mitchell's Plain, there was always the Bayou tournament in West Stage. Yes, right? so that's, yes. That's the mecca of football for us there. Mm. So we could dream then, you know. We could dream because w- w- uh, we could go to the field, walk to the field and watch and see who you want to become one day. You know, because a lot of stars come from that tournament out there, yeah. you know. So we could see, we could see our dreams, you know. So you could go home and dream, this is what I want to be. So at the present moment, Mitchell's playing, the, the, the youngsters there have, have nothing else to dream of. There's no place for them to dream, mm. you know. It's only gangsterism that they're seeing at the moment because the tournament has been removed from there. Local football has been dying. Amateur football has been dying because of corruption and things like that. People not having the right intention for the football, for the players, you know. So that I feel that when I get there, I need, that is my calling to get back there and help our players dream again, help our yeah. youngsters dream again. Yeah. You know, because it starts there, it starts where we need to be dreaming of something. Mm. And at the moment, our kids don't have not, nothing to dream about in Mitchell's Plain. And that is where my yearning is to get back to Mitchell's Plain and help these our players. And, 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 and Because most of them are coming there, they know there's a lot of talent, so agents come there, they take the players and sell them. That's it. And then they don't care what happens to the players further down the line, yeah. you know. So it's important that we, as I'm as a professional football, I need to get back there and help and guide where I can, you know, and prepare our kids for those. Because most of us dream of being footballers. That's what mm. it's all about. Mm. What know? were you dreaming of as a youngster? You mentioned that Bay Hill tournament and being given the opportunity to dream. How big did you go with your dreams of, of, of you being in football? Jesus, Romy, I'll just end it at one place, Romy. Just one little, I'll just tell you a little story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I was... You know, when when we when World Cup World Cup comes about, you always running around playing on the in the in the ground, watching World Cup, seeing it on TV, right? Yeah. And you watch the World Cup, and you go into the street and you play with your friends, and you pretend to be that player that 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 that, that just that you've just seen on TV in the World Cup, right? So you go through your life, every every World Cup comes along, and you want to be this player, and then that dream of mine 
came full circle, Romy, when I played in the 2010 World Cup. Mm. Right? I stood there in front, out, and I wasn't even worried about which French players there was. I was just worried about I'm standing here and I get out to line up to sing the national anthem. Yeah. And as I get to sing the national anthem, I also wonder why do the professional players always cry? They, <laughs> Now you know. Always, you know, why do they always cry when they, when they sing national anthem? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know? We are men. What's happening? You know, we need to. And then, as just before the 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 the, the, the uh, national anthem starts, I feel a gulp in my throat. Mm. And I think to myself, "What is this?" And I close my eyes and I start to sing the national anthem. And I swear, Romy, as I'm starting to sing the national anthem, I see myself playing in that street, pretending oh. to be a little, a little um, Ronaldo or a little. Peter Schmeichel, I, I see that flashing in front of me, hmm. coming full circle to where I'm standing at that present time, living my dream. Oh, you've that's given me goosebumps. That is how my dream has come full circle, Romain. That is why I'm a firm believer in we need to dream. Our yeah. kids need to dream. Yeah. And that is what I want to go and restore again in our boys in Mitchell because there is, there is untapped talent there. Mm. Mm. And our boys have Uh, there's this barrier we call it this Mitchell Friend syndrome where your head is down this is all that you see and and at the present moment all they need to do is just look up yeah. look up and see that there's much better life for them than just what Mitchell Friend has to offer because mm. it offered me that's what Mitchell Friend gave me mm. So, mm. it gave you an opportunity yes and you've used that what more is there left for you to do is there sort of like a bucket list that you have uh, uh, in football where you want to touch down at various clubs is there an age that you're looking at where you think okay this is where I'm going to hang up my gloves no 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 Romy that's that just it you know I, I, that is my 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 what I've been finding along as I've been going along, especially in the latter part of my career. That whenever I plan, God shows me another plan. Mm. Like for example, um, <laughs> we were planning to go and play. I was planning to um, yeah, the, the, the Monday I came to training with Amazulu, and we were planning to tackle the week. We never had a good result the weekend. Um, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to go to Joburg, you know, and try and set up my goalkeeping thing in Joburg and get that started. Mm-hmm. We were give, we were given off the week uh, the week for three days. Um, had that plan just sorted out for the weekend, go to Joburg and come back and start training again. Um, the club came back. We got um, called a meeting, um, called a meeting, and then from that meeting, luckily, I never something came up. I couldn't go to Johannesburg, and then. Got to the meeting and the meeting was called for Monday, um, where we, sh- we should have been got we should have gotten off till Tuesday, but the meeting was called for Monday, so luckily I was around, so we attended the meeting. Um, Tuesday, Monday came, the coaches put him on special leave. That's already one of my plans out of the window. That's God telling me, no, you're not going nowhere, yeah. right? And then Tuesday came, and then um, Lunga came, and he, they appointed me the assistant coach, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> I became assistant coach. Then when the weekend came. As you're preparing for the game, this is with me having no intention to retire, right? Okay, yes. And then, <laughs> as we came out to do the game for Kaiser Chiefs, so the the boys do the walk around the field, and I stood in the in the little box where the where the coaches were, and then I started crying again. I'm thinking to myself, "Why are you crying now? <laughs> Cry, <You know>? baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a very emotional. <laughs> Sorry, my, don't worry. <laughs> But you know what? I'm staring, I'm looking, and I'm looking at this guy, and I'm looking at the screen. And I'm thinking to myself, "Do you know what?" I haven't even prepared for this moment yet where I'm not going to be, I might not be playing on this field again. Do you know? So so mentally, I haven't prepared for 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 retiring yet. And here's the situation where God has given me, I get to 
um, be an assistant coach, you know? Mm-hmm. So from that time, I've just decided, you know what, I'm just going whatever God has planned for yeah. me. You know, I'm not, I'm not retired. I'm still, I'm still hungry to play. Yeah. I'm still hungry I, because I, my problem is I have this passion inside of me that burns and, and you know, and once that craziness goes away, then I know I've had enough. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But that, 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 that passion and it's a, that I want that drive to still want to succeed is still in me. So yeah. I'd love to tell you where I want to be. So you're trusting the journey and you're trusting the direction in whichever uh, uh, God leads you. Is is that exactly. where where you are? Exactly, Romy, but not without hard work. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because nothing, yes, we might tend to, we might tend to I think, um, listen, yo, you see, um, it's because, yes, faith plays a big role in mm-hmm. our path and how we go about things in life. But also we need to be putting in the hard work and the hard yards. Yeah, That's definitely. very important, especially for youngsters, you know. We might be thinking, oh, you know, yeah, we just have to believe. Yes, you have to believe. But you also have to make that effort to make that dream become a reality. Mm. And that comes with hard work. Mm, definitely. And putting in the effort. Look, you know? Winnie, it goes without saying that we are, you know, uh, chartering an unknown territory. That is where we are now. We don't know whether the restart of football, what's going to happen, yeah. what isn't going to happen. Everything kind of hangs in the balance. And yeah. there has been, you know, some bad press about Amazlu and the way they've gone about uh, cutting yeah. players' salaries. I mean, firsthand, are you able to share uh, from inside how things are being dealt with and if players are yeah. being uh, being dealt with uh, the greatest yes, of respect? Of course, I'll be able to share. Listen, we have to understand, you know, as much as everybody's saying, yes, as a player, you feel, oh, you know, any player, any person, any human being is going to feel if their money's being taken. They're going to feel that little bit of hurt and pain mm. inside mm. of you, you know what I'm saying? But we have to understand the climate that we are in here, Romy. Nobody was expecting this, you yeah. know? Yeah. I don't understand the club's position in the sense of what the money's coming in and money's coming, whatever sponsors are bringing into the club. I, I, I don't understand that. But I understand that, you know what, we haven't been playing football for a while. We haven't been working. So obviously the club hasn't been, there hasn't been money coming into the club as well. So I understand that point of view as well. Mm. But, but as that is happening as a player, looking from a player's point of view, is, you know, it, it, it does hurt a bit, you know. Mm. Um, they, and and what, what I'm happy for is the fact that at least professionalism has been shown where communication has been done. You know, that is important. Not yeah. where as you've been listening from hearing from other clubs where it's just been taking salaries and things like that. No. I'm happy for the fact that the, that the professionalism, has, professionalism has been shown by the club. Um, and, and unfortunately, the climate and the way things are and the way unexpectedly things are turning out, things are the way it are. Mm. The things are the way, it is the way it is. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm with you. So I'm we, with have you. To, we have to accept that fact, mm. you know, because everybody's struggling. At least we get, we get cut. We look at the positive as well. Listen, you know, our salary does get cut, yes. But there's people who go home with no salary, you know. Mm. Oh, no we food. Have to look at the no food. As well, you know, yeah. as a footballing team as well. So we have to be grateful. And that is a little lesson that God is telling us as well. Just be grateful for what you have. Mm. You know, mm. be grateful. Um, um, and, and, and take these little things, you know, and, and, and run and, and grow from there. Because <laughs> the, while we've been carrying on, I, 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 um, everything's been fine. We've been forgetting about everything that's, um, that's good in the world, you know. Yeah, and just now is the time to get, take that little time back and be grateful, you know. Yeah, um, you've hit the, the nail on the head there. You, you really have. Um, Munib, I mean, you, you've got a journey. You've got quite a story to tell as well. Oh, if it is me. that there had to be a movie, right, Slim Cut, out at cinemas now. <laughs> Who would play Munib? Oh, no, 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 no. I have no idea. That has to be a, a, a mega clown. A mega clown. <laughs> no choice, Robbie, because it has to be a clown, you know. Uh, but, but, you know, just, 
I just I had so much love for this game and the youngsters. That is what the the game is turning to into these days. is scaring me. You know mm. what I'm saying? The the, the the generation that's coming through. It's just it's all about that mini generation. Whereas we were from it's you know what what, what I'm gonna put in is what I'm gonna get out. You know, mm. not not where the generation we have today. Listen, this, 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 the the world owes me this. You know, mm. and that's with my fear is of this this generation today. And but. Hopefully, with more people in positions that can guide the youngsters today, that has that to put the proper mentalities, the proper mindsets with them to be a professional, then things will be okay. You yeah. know? But at the moment, with all the social media and all these other influences from the outside, um, it's taking our place in the wrong direction. Mm, mm. You know? the, the passion is gone. It's all about the money. It's all about the. They don't know, you know. If you work hard, that's going to reap the reward at the end of the day. That was how we used to do things, you know. You put in the effort, you're going to get the reward. But now it's, no, 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 I must get the reward before. It's, look, you see, it's all about that me, the me image and that I've been struggling to deal with. But you know what, hard work, uh, hopefully, um, Romy, that, like I said, we're in the right positions to guide our young mm-hmm. guide uh, the generation that's coming uh, Yeah, there's around. quite a few voice notes coming through, Mini. Please hold the line as we go to them. Uh, a lot of people have uh, quite a bit to say about you and uh, your time in football. Uh, let's go straight to it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lemmy. There's another one that we'll go to shortly. So you've got your own little tactics that you use on the field. Did they do they work? Is I think is what Lemmy wants to know. Manu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that it's a mental game. Football is a mental game as well, you know, because especially in the penalty shootout. Uh, Players come, all they want to do is be relaxed and score those goals. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all they want to do is just put the ball down and put the ball in the net and mm-hmm. go away. So as long as you get to keep them in a conversation and make him think of other things other than the, other than the, you just try to level out the scale as well, balance out the scale where he's 50 50. You try to make it 70 30 in your favor. So when you get him mentally involved in the game, mentally involved with you, you're taking his mindset away from what he needs to be concentrating on and to mm-hmm. the, yeah, yeah. Um, what would your message be, though, to players who play, like you said, the up and coming players, the younger players uh, coming into the fold? Because you've mentioned two very different um, games. The reason why you got into it versus the glitz and the glam and, you know, I guess the bad rep that footballers have, uh, yeah. the girls, all the rest. Yeah. You see, the you see, today, today's footballers, they don't, or today's times, they don't wait, they don't wait for, to, to go onto the field and do the business, um, to get compliments. No. They reach out for those compliments without even having to do anything. Mm. Like, look at me, you know? They forget that we have to go onto that field and do the business because people pay to come and pay, pay to come and, um, Watch us play. Yeah. So we are entertainers first and foremost. We are entertainers. People pay their hard-earned cash to come and watch us play. Not be on social media and telling and putting clips up on yourself of how good I used to be. See how good I am. No. Go onto the field 
and go show people how good you are. Mm. Don't tell people. But isn't it a fine line between actually playing and entertaining? There is. There is. But if that's the thing, that's just the difference, Romy. If you're on the field, you knowing that you're an entertainer, you're going to be giving your best. Because mm-hmm. at, 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 at the football, it's an entertaining sport. It's a sport where people pay to be entertained. And you are a gladiator. That's how I thought. I even used to tell Itu, I remember with Itu, when me and Itu used to play, uh, when he played for Chiefs and I used to be for Orlando Pirates, mm-hmm. when we go mm-hmm. out, before we go out, so we're not allowed to talk to each other or anything like that because that's just how strict they were in the darkest. But then I used to tell <laughs> yes. and we used to tell each other, let's entertain these people, you know? And then knowing that you're going to entertain the people with your abilities, mm-hmm. with, with your... Knowing that you've trained hard in the week, you're going to show them how... How, how we can fly, how we can make big saves, how we can control the game. Entertainment, you know? Yeah. Showing the people what we've been working on all week. That is the the, the entertainment side that we bring to the game. But mm. it, needs, it takes a special, uh, like, it takes a, uh, a lot of confidence to get into that position. But we have to see football as play it with passion. And once you're playing the game with passion, you love what you're doing, you're going to entertain people to the best of their ability. Definitely. We're going to go to a quick ad break. Sorry, Muneeb. And when we come back, we're going to continue with, I guess, yesteryear to the comparison to football uh, to today and also bring in the coronavirus. And what is your hopes um, that will happen with the league? Um, uh, Should we still be in a lockdown for a while? SABC3 invites you to tune in Monday and Tuesday evenings at 9.30pm for the mini-series Mother, Father, Son. The psycho-thriller is set within systems of power in politics, media and the police. All the drama revolves around a family that is pulled together under catastrophic circumstances, starring Richard Gere. Remember Mondays and Tuesdays at 9.30pm, only on SABC3. The stage is yours. Eleven minutes after five o'clock, you are on the touchline with me, Romy Titus, in conversation with Muneeb Josephs of Amazulu FC. We're talking about his career, what life has been like, and obviously being in a lockdown with a two-year-old as well as a six-year-old. Muneeb, was what were you? Were you standing on something? It was a rattle or something that made a noise there. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the like kids' a, toys are everywhere. Exactly, it's a toy jungle around here. So I have to close the door now. So it's almost time for us to break fast now, Romy. So you'll, you'll hear them come and knock at the door now. Yes, shame. No, 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 no worries. And I don't want to keep you because I'm well aware of that. But Muneeb, what is your hope for the season, though? I mean, we are where we are. We've spoke briefly about it. But what are you hoping, um, you know, as happens? A, yes, yes. As a, as a footballer, as a, a sportsman, I'd like the season to finish because that's the way we'll know, you know. That's the only way we can decide what's going to happen Um how, how everything panned out uh, because we just battle for relegation and I'm sure that the top of the table people are looking to win the league. Um, so with a few games left, I think uh, as, a, as a sportsman, I'd like to finish. But then we have to also think about the situation. You know, it's very tough. It's very, very tough. 
um, because, yes, we'd like to go and do our jobs and go onto the field and do all this thing that the coronavirus about. Mm, mm. We also have to think of our families. You yeah. know, and our families are important as well because we can pick up this thing and bring this thing home to our families as well. Mm. So it's very important to, as a father and as a, as a, as a human being, I have, that's the first and foremost. Life is important for mm. me, you know. Um, but I'm sure if, if, if there's a whole lot of options for the season to end and the season to continue, you know, but I leave that to the people who, who, who to make that decision. Yeah. There is people in, in charge in good positions to make those decisions. We as footballers, if it comes where we have to go out and play, I'm sure with the foot as a footballer, we go out and do the job. Yeah, definitely. Go out and do the job and play. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever decision comes, and I'm, and I'm sure it will be in the best interest of the players, the football, and of the and the and of our fans. That will be, I think, that will be the, the outcome of everything. Definitely, Muneeb, It's been a pleasure chatting. Thank you for taking time Thank and you. sharing your time with us here on Radio Two Thousand. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's Anytime. Such an honor to be on your show. This Thank is the you. first time because I've never ever been on your show, Robita. I hope it's the first time of many to come. Of course, yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you, Muneeb. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. More than welcome, uh, Muneeb Joseph there of Amazulu FC. And really, I mean, ever uh, throughout my career as well, being on the touchline, having interviewed players, absolute, absolute gentleman. I have to say, you know, and even though uh, Amazulu bad press in the media about the way they've gone ahead and treated players, and even if they did, this is one player who will never sell out his team, but saying that dignity is there. I guess we all feel hard done when our full salaries don't come into our pockets because that is what we work for at the end of the day. But he hits a nail on the head by saying grateful, grateful for where he is and grateful for what he has, for some others might have far less than, than what he has. So a nice time was spent then. I'm sure we will get him back on the line. Uh, it is Ramadan and they are breaking fast now at the moment. So didn't want to keep him away from that. But ever grateful. Yes, that's the word grateful for the time that he spent with us here on the show today.